0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the announced armor updates to Affinity and seasonal mods. Wanted to give a chance to kind of read through this with you, talk about it. There's already people that are kind of upset about it, which is surprising, and we're going to address some of that as well. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. Or, if you're on YouTube, you can hit like, share, subscribe, and the little bell button. That actually helps me out. So, Armor Affinity is getting addressed, as well as seasonal mods. I'm going to take it in parts, because some of this, it can be confusing if you don't read very carefully in the Bungie blog. So, they're making changes to both, and I'm going to do my best to make it really, really, uh, really, really clear. So affinity they said when we introduced armor 2.0 as shadowkeep last fall we got a lot of feedback on the new armor system specifically pertaining to elemental affinities many of you have been asking for the ability to change elemental affinity on the armor we'll be adding the ability to do that starting next season now this is where it can get a little confusing You will soon be able to change the elemental affinity of any piece of armor to either of the other two affinity types directly from the items inspection screen by hovering your cursor over the armor's energy icon. What that means is if it's void, you can change it to solar or arc and and, and vice versa. This is intended to mitigate the experience of getting an armor drop with a stat roll that you want, but the wrong elemental affinity. Changing an armor affinity will cost one upgrade module, and if your armor is already upgraded to a higher energy level, the cost will be the total upgrade materials necessary to reach that energy, plus one upgrade module so for example if you have a pair of gauntlets that are like these they're level nine energy and they're void if i want to change these to solar it will cost one upgrade module as well as all of the resources that required me to get to level nine i'm going to explain in a little bit why that's totally fair and reasonable contrary to all of the whining about this uh so that's what they're allowing you to do The second thing they're doing to armor is seasonal mods. We also received a lot of suggestions on how to improve seasonal mods. Starting next season, the seasonal armor mod socket will also be able to use mods released during the seasons before and after. So one season before, one season after. For example... If you have Season of Dawn armor right now, the Season of Dawn mod slot can run stuff from Undying, which is the season behind us, and can run stuff from Season of the Worthy, which is the season in front of us. So it's always going to kind of roll forward with respect to armor affinity, I'm sorry, the seasonal mods and how they work. You will always be able to use the the mods from the previous season as well as the one after it. Now, I think these changes are excellent. I was very, very happy to see at first when I saw upgrade module, I thought that's really cheap. I'm amazed they're going to let us change affinity for such a small amount of money. But then I looked and saw, oh, wow, there's actually a lot more cost involved here. This feels very fair and reasonable. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you why this is fair and reasonable. If you don't have the video pulled up, I'll do my best to make it clear right now I have a a pair of gloves that I like the stat roll on so I took them up to energy level 9 and it cost me resources to do that just today I got a pair of gauntlets that are arc and they're level 3 so they're significantly lower in energy but they have a really really nice stat roll so I kept them Right now, if I wanted to take these art gloves up to level 9, it would cost me a ton of resources. So in order for me to have level 9 art gloves right now that have a good stat roll, number 1 they had to drop, and number 2 I had to spend the resources. So, it's totally fair and reasonable, it's the same action for me to say, I'll just turn this level 9 void into arc it has a stat roll that I like you are subsequently creating a new piece of armor to a certain degree, they're allowing you to take a shortcut the shortcut being, you don't have to wait for it to drop. So if you're presently wearing a piece of armor that has a great stat roll and you don't like the affinity, you don't have to wait for a god roll to drop. And even if you did, you would still have to spend all those resources to level that piece up. It is 100% fair and Reasonable. There is literally no reason for anybody to claim this is unfair or that hardcore players are getting screwed. It is exactly, I think, the right call. They could not completely jettison the elemental affinity system, you know, from. Uh, from the game they couldn't just get rid of it okay they had to keep that system in place i do think some restrictions within the ever increased freedom we have so much freedom in our armor system right now i still think this is a good way to keep things somewhat in check and it's still going to be something that you can't just do willy nilly if you could just change the affinity as often as you want and it only costs an upgrade module it would be very very i think damaging to the system it would be like oh you can just change it anytime you want every week you would just log in and be like what are the modifiers this week i'm going to change all all of my all of my things so it is literally no different than waiting for an armor piece to drop that has a god roll and then taking it all the way up to level 10 it's exactly the same as that it's just actually a little bit easier and the shortcut will cost you you could say well armor sometimes drops at a level four and a level three and i gotta take, i gotta pay for all nine levels or or all all ten levels right Okay, there's a little bit of cost associated there, but that's the cost it takes to do essentially a shortcut. You don't have to get the actual armor to drop again you can just change it on the fly and you can keep you know using that god roll that you have now what does this mean though because to a certain extent there is still some things absent from the game with respect to the armor grind the armor system in it's current state is clearly in flux they're, Bungie is willing to make changes they're willing to make adjustments like this to soften some of the pain points and some of the struggles within the armor system but at the, at, at the present we still do not have an intentional armor grind now that may change next season They may give us an intentional armor grind next season, and this might be one of the reasons why they wanted to make this change. Because during this season, Season of Dawn, there's almost no way for me to target a particular armor piece if I want to get a really good roll on a pair of gauntlets or boots or whatever. I don't have a way of doing that. I've actually started getting some decent rolls from doing the Fractaline farm because you're just shoving them into the thing and getting a lot of drops, and I've gotten some pretty good ones. That's actually where this solar pair of gauntlets came from, and this arc pair of gauntlets came from. That's where they came from. So I do think Bungie needs to add that. It doesn't at the present seem to be a, a pretty a pretty Holistic system. It's like I have all these things I can do with armor all these different mods But I can't pursue a particular piece with a particular role It's just sort of you take what you can get that is one of the reasons that I didn't really mess with the charge with light mods The mod slot system is actually one of the better changes that people might not realize why it's so good And I'm gonna give an example of why when I transitioned from season of undying to season of dawn I didn't try any of the charge with light stuff and for one simple reason All of my armor was already pretty heavily invested in, and it couldn't use any of it. So my entire armor setup that I'd invested in to move mods around where I wanted, level nines, level eights, maybe some level tens, I couldn't use any of the charge with Light stuff, so I didn't even experiment with it. The only way I was going to be able to experiment with charge with Light, I was going to need all new armor, and once I got all the ar- new armor, I was going to have to level all that new armor up and then start messing around with charge with Light. You will not have to do that anymore. Your armor set that you're going into the next season with If they introduce new seasonal mods, you can try them out right away, because, well, not right away, we had to unlock them on the obelisks, but you understand the point. It was very inaccessible to me, so I ultimately just ignored it, and I know there's a lot of really, really good charge with light builds, but it just didn't feel worth it to, okay, I have to get all new armor, then I have to level it all the way up, and then I can swap some of these mods around, and I might not even enjoy the builds. If I would have been able to grind the obelisks, and then immediately start slapping some of those mods in my sets... I would have been able to experiment with it at a quicker pace in a way that would have promoted me to really think about different builds and different ways to play the game. Lastly let's talk about there's not really a big picture for the armor right now. There's not a big picture for why you would want to do any of this. Let's talk about end game context currently there is no aspirational challenging content that really presses on you to make you suddenly think about min-maxing. In Destiny 1, we went for Tier 12 builds. This feels very similar. Tier Tier 12 builds were not that influential. They were a little bit more influential in PvP, but shaving off a couple of seconds of your grenade refresh or your melee refresh wasn't that significant. It was a bit of a capstone. It was sort of a a unicorn to chase. I want to wear this exact armor and this exact exotic, and I want it to all equal Tier 12. When I got my Starfire Protocol Tier tier 12 build, it didn't dramatically change my experience, and I didn't suddenly feel like I could go face really challenging content. It was just a nice capstone. Currently, Armor and Destiny feels very similar. You can spend a ton of time investing, and largely it's more for fun, uh, more for your own satisfaction like the xenophage build I talked about in one of my other videos where I was using it as my primary and never running out of heavy, right? That was a very unique build, and it was very fun it wasn't particularly necessary so I do think the other question mark that needs to be answered here is, why would I take the time to do all this? Go for god roll stats on gauntlets and have an arc, a solar, and a void, and do the same with my helmet and my chest and my boots and, and getting, and changing the affinity on an exotic, I'm, I'm actually really anxious and excited that I'm going to be able to do that why would I do any of that? Okay, So there's two big question marks that sort of still remain with armor. The first question mark is, are you going to give us an armor grind? Are you going to give us the ability to pursue particular pieces so we can really start to chase the stat lanes that we want to get on particular pieces of armor? And the second big question mark is, will there ever be an aspirational context where I need to feel that? Like I did when I was going into 980 Nightmare Hunts, I really had to think about my build, my mods, my guns, and my stats. And I really would like to see either contest modifier or something that sort of shuts off the artifact's bonus power so you do feel like you're under leveled and you do feel like you have to min max your armor we need something like that those are sort of the two big question marks overall i'm thrilled to see bungie clearly listening to the requests of the community about affinity and seasonal mods and giving us an answer in relatively quick time as always we're going to transition to q a if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live say no to rage.com as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the announced Armor Affinity and Mods update coming into the next season. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live or continue to catch these episodes on the platforms that you enjoy listening to. If you're on YouTube, you can hit like, share, subscribe, or the little bell button. All of those things help me out. So, a lot of questions today. I'm going to probably do this for about an hour and 15. I pooted. For the pvp guys that are worried about the cost can't they just buy the upgrade mats from the gunsmith well it's not that simple the gunsmith buy purchase you know threshold really really starts to get expensive and we were having a pretty you know lengthy argument about how i do think pvp needs to be empowered to get some of the currencies needed to level up their their armor um announcing this great armor 2.0 system and telling people that like hey you can you can customize your armor, you can swap mods around, but then giving them zero way to get the currencies needed, I don't think that that's that's a, that's a good decision. I've continued to take up for the Crucible and the PvP community and say they need a daily, weekly, ritualistic grind, and this could be a way to do it. Some of the currencies that you're getting in Nightfalls, you could get in PvP at a slower drop rate. You would need to have it be a significantly lower, lower and slower drop rate, so you would still find it to be the most rewarding to run Nightfalls, but somebody who primarily only plays PvP can't really engage with a foundational value point that they added because getting the currencies don't ever drop in crucible it would have been like saying hey we just launched this brand new armor 2.0 system and the currency is required to level up the armor uh you got to go run gambit people would have thrown a fit you'd have been super super angry i don't think anybody would be defending that no that's totally fine lono that's totally fine if that's what you want to do then you got to go run gambit no you'd be throwing you'd be throwing mud in the air just like the rest of us saying that's ridiculous so i do think Feeding that side of the community would be a really, really good idea. It would not invalidate anything that you're currently working on as a PvE player. PvE players need to realize there is a sizable community that primarily only plays PvP, and starving that side so you feel special is stupid. Uh, Diaz. With the change to the seasonal mod slot, what if any would be reason? Uh, re- what would be the reasoning to not now bring the seasonal slot to exotic armor? Well, they could. They potentially have to build that system. Currently, exotic guns don't have a spot for it, so they'd have to build the system. You can't. You can't just suddenly turn that on. Um, and they'd have to. They'd have to restrict it to primaries as well. I personally think the evolution of the artifact mods, particularly the champion mods. I think, I think they should be on all primaries, including exotics. So I also don't think it should be restricted like each, um, each season. Like, oh, you have to run these or you have to do this. Um, I think week to week Bungie should be looking at modifiers to make me change my guns, not have me using the same guns for an entire season. Uh, I think that would be a better system. And so, the seasonal mod slot, you know, for, like, the artifacts, like, if I could run Huckleberry and put Anti-Barrier on it, you know, that'd have been pretty nice. So, exotic exotic primaries are kind of getting, you know, left out in the cold again. Yes, I'm better than you says, do you think that they'll increase the drop rate for high stat armor? It seems like they've chosen an alt route of making an only 55 appear good enough, since it won't be shackled to an affinity. I think they've been very hesitant to give you Tons of great armor. They gave you some good rolls on those uh, the void ones this season from the season pass. Stat distribution is really what it comes down to ultimately. I've had 66 stat rolls, you know, 61, 62 stat rolls that were not as good as like a 50 something because the stat distribution was better. I don't really look at resilience. I don't really look at um, at mobility. It's just a way that I play. And so for me, stat distribution on a 66 might have, you know. 14 points wasted on the top 2 perks if the top 2 perks have 14 points on one and almost none on another a 55 could look way better than a 65 just because of the stat distribution so Bungie seemed kind sort of sort of hesitant to give you lots of high stat armor because that would be sort of a double whammy you could find like oh if I grind this activity I get high stats everything's in the 60s and you would do it until you got a god roll once you get that god roll, it's really hard to unseat that later on, especially with some of the freedom they're giving you now with the seasonal mods so, as I said in my talk, there's two big question marks still remaining with armor, are you going to give us an intentional grind so I can go after boots or a chest or helmet or whatever are you going to give that to us, and the second big question mark is, is there going to be aspirational content that makes me feel like, you know what I really really need to min-max sepsicle says do you think the new light players not having campaign being mandatory is making them think that they have to do the ritual weapons to be good for pve pvp i don't think anybody's concluding that no whitlow i love this week's twab do you think we will see reworks on some of the exotics for intrinsic unstoppable barrier and overload mods in the near future They either need to do that because it'd be really, really cool if what we get, we got overload on divinity. It'd be cool if Cold Heart got anti barrier and then like Prometheus Lens could get unstoppable. You know, just, I'm just thinking trace rifles off the top of my head. I do think primaries could just get a slot for the mods, but intrinsic to all the exotics um, might be a better option, but it also might take a whole lot more time. You know, hey, um, uh, the. I'm trying to think of some of the weapons. Anti-Barrier could be intrinsic to Huckleberry. Unstoppable could be intrinsic to the the of Multi-Tool or something. If you make them intrinsic, that's fine. That probably takes a lot more development time. But it would enable you to be like, oh, this weapon has a purpose. One of the biggest problems, I think, is Overload. Overload champions don't show up almost at all. And so... Somebody really misunderstood my point on one of my YouTube videos. I argued for champions to be more prevalent and more challenging while i also argued for giving us way more freedom so that we could run the mods on more weapons and the person completely misunderstood me they were like i don't understand they think that the the mods are too restrictive and you just kind of ignore them and then they want that they want they want the enemies to be harder so you don't want to be forced to use the w- certain weapons but then you want the enemy the champions to be harder It was basically the classic cherry pick method that a lot of YouTube commenters do. They hear half of a statement and they run to my comments and they disagree with something I actually never said. It's like, no, I was saying both. If you suddenly empowered us to have way more options for the champion mods so I wouldn't have to change my loadout all that much... You could then add more champions and and have more of them be in a rhythmic pain delivery in the content because you wouldn't be like I don't want to run this or run that. It's like no, you can run whatever you run. Just make sure you're running the mods. You can want you can run whatever primaries you want. There's a handful of exotics now that have them intrinsic. Run that, and then they, if they give you that freedom, they could lean in on you a little bit more with the champions. Presently, if they made the champions more painful, they would they would they would compound an existing problem and that problem is that I don't really want to run a scout or I'm sick of running a scout in a bow the poofy with the new armor changes do you think it will eat away with our resources to point that farming becomes important maybe maybe not as i said multiple times right now if you have a god roll pair of gauntlets that are solar and you would prefer them to be void If you change them to void, it's no different than if a god roll pair of void gauntlets dropped in the game and you had to level them up. You're doing the exact same thing you're getting a god roll pair of void gauntlets to level 10. You're either doing it on a drop, or you're doing it on an existing piece. In either scenario, you've got to have the currency to do that. So they're not suddenly ramping up the currency pain point on you. They're giving you a shortcut to be fair. You don't have to wait for the god roll gauntlets to drop and be void. You can take your god roll gauntlets that aren't void and make them void, and it just it costs you the same currency as if they had dropped in the game. Ajani. Do you think there should be more grinds like the Nightfall weapons, those that can keep hardcore players engaged for days without too much bandwidth? I've continued to say one of the things they could do with the raid is do contest modifier for, power for for non-powerful drops so you could chase a particular role on a particular weapon. I also said they could pair that with a raid NPC that you're leveling up throughout the season, and by leveling that raid NPC up, you could be getting ornaments for the guns and ornaments for the armor, and they could update that every season so that by the end of a year you've gotten every gun, every ornament you know, everything and you're sort of quote unquote done with the raid. It would take you a while to get the exact roll you want on a weapon. It would take you a while to, to get all the ornaments because there'd only be a couple every season. They'd limit it, right? Um, that would be one area where I would set my sights. And on top of that system they could even say there are very low drop rate curated rolls on the raid weapons that are like the Genesis chain unique synergistic perks you can't get anywhere else and they only drop on the curated roll. that would keep people in the raid grinding the contest modifier version for non-powerful drops um if they don't create something like that it's really really hard for people that that play at that level to really take an interest in a lot of the loot grinds because a lot of the stuff you're chasing is kind of samey and i think that's why a lot of the hardcore folks have been checking out and saying there's not really anything for me to chase there's multiple layers of problem there. There's no aspirational loot. The aspirational content has basic loot or loot that's not that impressive. And then on top of that, you already have a lot of god rolls. So there's a couple of systems kind of compounding each other. Ayana, uh, How salty do you think the PvE crowd is going to be when the flawless guns and armor are the best in the game? I actually think that's not going to happen. I think it's going to be the exact opposite. I think the flawless guns are going to be good. They're going to be fine. They're going to be okay. But I don't think they're going to be the best in the game. I really don't. Bungie hasn't been doing that for a really, really long time. Look at the raids for an example. There's been aspirational content in the game for over two years now, and they almost never put the best-in-class weapons in there. Now, you might look at the Recluse and the Mountaintop. That felt like an accident, right? That felt like an accident. It was like, well, we're making pinnacle weapons, and they made really strong PvP weapons. Well, really strong PvP weapons are probably going to be really strong in PvE, too. So it was kind of a, a natural default result of making pinnacle PvP weapons. I don't know if they're going to do that again. They haven't been doing that. All of the raids in Destiny 2, there's almost no sense of you have to go run Garden. You have to go run Crown of Sorrow or Scourge. You have to. No, you don't. There's plenty of other places to get good weapons like that. The Void Hunter. If Trials comes back, what... Uh, would that make all the PVE players jump on the PvP train? And would you self-play trials? I mean, I will certainly play every once in a while with streamers that you know want to play. I'm not. I'm not going to play just for the fun of it. I'm not just going to like grab community members and like, let's go. No, that's not really my bag. That's not really what I do. Doing it with the streamer homie and kind of laughing and having a good time is different. That's a form of entertainment. I'm probably going to be doing more casting um, than playing. The Void Hunter with another one. Why do you think there has been a decrease in PvP from D1 to D2? Uh, if you're talking about what's been added I I don't really know, but the the daily player base for PvP actually is right around the same as it always was in D1 Niche King, it says that we can use the seasonal mods before and after, is that for all season or just the seasons post Shadowkeep we don't know if Season of the Undying Armor can use opulence mods, we're not sure yet if that's going to be a thing, I'm going to caution you to probably not hope for that It's probably going to be that Shadowkeep can run, I'm sorry, Undying Armor can run Undying and Dawn, and then once you get to Dawn, it's Dawn, one behind, one in front. Once you get to Season of the Worthy, it's one behind, one in front. I don't know if the Dawn, I'm sorry, if the Undying Armor is going to be able to go one behind, one in front, because the Season in front of the Undying Armor is Season of Dawn. The Season behind the Undying Armor is Season of Opulence, and I just, I don't know if they're going to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really, really be cautious and say that's probably not happening. That's just a gut feeling that I have about it. Blueberry Gaming. Do you like this change? I think it's much better than the previous, but it still restricts our loadouts. If we wanted the most optimal reload perks and ammo perks such as Void with Sniper and Grenade Launcher, this will then require us to use Void if we use either weapon. I think just making it universal is the best option. What's your opinion? It's terrible to do that for a handful of reasons, and we had a big powwow about this before Q&A. If they don't limit your freedom, it causes significant problems. The give and take... The min-max, the if I add this, I get this, but I lose this, those decisions are more meaningful and more impactful than being able to do whatever you want. Being able to run a reload for sniper, as well as a hand cannon, as well as something else like being able to run multiple reloads and multiple scavengers and multiple this and multiple that, I think we having those restrictions is super important. The example I gave is if you remember the Ikelos shotgun was void and they switched it to solar because it was coming up from the heavy slot in the secondary slot and my example with that was if they would have let you run six people with tractor cannon giving a greater at the time not anymore but at the time tractor cannon gave a bigger buff to void damage on top of original trench barrel it would have made all the content completely trivial and stupid and the only way to keep that from happening would have been to legislate to that extreme and say if people run six tractor cannons and six Ikelos shotguns we're going to have to make the enemies health. Insanely, insanely deep, which then restricts your freedom. Because if you're going to engage with that boss, you almost have to run that loadout. Increased freedom, unfettered freedom, is bad for games. You you have to limit to a certain degree what people can do, so it's more meaningful. It's cooler to look at your loadout and say I did this, I lost a little bit here, but I gained some here, I tweaked this, I added this mod to make up some of the difference, and now I've got a good reload and a good ammo finder and this and this and this for this loadout. And if you're like, well that's not fair because I want to run this specific loadout and have all the mods available for it. It's give and take, okay? The most basic example I gave today was, if you have 10 skill points, and you can spend it in strength, health, and agility, you can't get mad when you're like, well, if I spend everything in health, I don't have enough for the others. That's the way that it works. Restricting your freedom and funneling you to this, but not that, this, but not that. That is exactly how min-maxing works, because you have to give and take. You lose a little while gaining others. And that's how you make these decisions more impactful. If they make it to where you can change affinity as much as you want and cost nothing and put any mod you want on any piece, you've just eroded any reason to have more than one armor piece. You would get one armor piece with good stats and then it's not even armor anymore, it's just your arms. There's, you have no attachment to the armor at that point. It's literally just, I can change the affinity anytime I want, I can put any mods I want on here. It y- You completely erode the reason to have more than one piece of gear. Irish Plague. Don't you think that this armor change exemplifies Bungie's constant effort to listen to their guardians, giving trial and error true progress? Uh, What game does that? I mean, this isn't much of a question. This is you kind of asserting your opinion. It's great that you're being positive, but this isn't much of a question. I would say that up to now, I had been saying I felt like the armor system was in flux. It's like, I don't think it's really landed yet. I don't think they're completely done with it. I think they're going to eventually give us the ability to change affinity. They'll just make it really costly. I didn't have inside information. I can just kind of tell after this many years like how Bungie thinks and the way the armor system was set up, I was like, this is not done by any stretch. And... They're pretty consistently saying, we're accepting feedback, we're listening to your feedback, and I know people turn it into a meme, they're like, yeah, Bungie's listening, but it's like, they make changes all the time that are right in line with what we wanted. We want a community event that's more rewarding and more tied to the season and shows us progress in the tower, and Bungie's like, okay, boom, 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 Empyrean Foundation, it's more rewarding, it's tied to the season activity, and there's a tracker in the tower, there you go, you guys, we gave everything you wanted, and people are like, yeah, but I have to hold the X button a lot i have to hold the a button a lot you see what i'm saying it's like they do man they actually have a a track record of adding so much so much of our feedback like right into the game and people overlook it and complain anyway well we wanted to be able to change affinity but not like that bungie not like that listen this is one of the reasons that in a lot of these q a sessions i'll say something to the effect of we need to work within the system that they built rather than completely jettison the system that they built and and completely uproot it, okay? So when people were saying things like get rid of Affinity, I was like, they can't do that. They just built this system. They just built it. Working within it and tweaking it from its insides makes more sense than just shoving the thing out the window and be like, oh, just start over. Build a whole new system, Bungie. No, you're likely to get better improvements and better results if you if you invest in the systems as they exist. People are making all kind of outlandish suggestions about ways to change affinity and ways to do this and ways to do that. No, work within the system that they built. They only have so much bandwidth they can't be like, well, people don't like it, back to the drawing board, let's come up with a whole new system. No, like step in to what they built with affinity and restrictions and mods and energy and the currency to level it up. And they made this choice that works within the system. It gives you a little bit more freedom and agency, but it doesn't completely undercut the grind for the currency needed to create really good armor. They didn't completely invalidate all of the systems that they built just so that you could feel like, you you know, just so you wouldn't complain. They gave you increased agency and freedom. And in the process, they respected the existing systems that they built. There's a reason any chance we get to pick our, an armor piece in next season's activity would give the legend mode an incentive. I don't know about this. Any chance we get to pick it? No idea. That's why I posited in my video Bungie, the big question mark for us is are you going to empower us to chase armor next season or at least sometime in the future so we can start to really work on exactly what you're talking about. Um, Dr. Spreber, while I like the idea of paying for changing affinity, do you think a point buying system would be better. You can buy 10 affinity points uh, between the three elements and you can just distribute them. No, again, this is so well-timed. Just what I talked about. We don't need a whole other system. We don't. This is you being creative and, th- and submitting a good idea that's unhelpful. So it's creative, and it's a good idea, but it's unhelpful. We don't need a whole new system, a whole new currency, and a whole new thing to buy. No, no, no. They have an internal system. They have internal rules, logistics, currency grind, currency price, and rhythms work within those rhythms. Don't create a whole new system on top of it. That starts to feel like patchwork band-aids everywhere. No, they're like, okay, how can we work within these existing systems that we have? There's already existing grinds and rhythms of how they can turn over and get this currency, and they come up with a system that honors what they've already built, it doesn't disrupt it, while giving you more agency and freedom. Uh, Yes, I'm better than you. Should the seasonal mod slot cost any energy at all, or should it have its own pool of energy... Uh, with all five armor pieces. I don't, I don't have a strong opinion here. It, Bungie can see further than us. Um, by and large, from some of the things people were saying today about charge with light, they probably can't do what you're suggesting. I had somebody suggest to me today, they had a, they had a charge with light build where they never ran out of shotgun ammo and they got the Python in like two gambit games. Well... That's a pretty piece of good anecdotal evidence that you probably can't do that. Charge with Light seems to be pretty dadgum strong if used properly, and if you give it its own energy slot and its own energy allotment so that it doesn't get restricted by the total energy allotment of, a mod, of an armor piece, that again is just, I don't know, that feels like a pretty, uh, that feels like a pretty, pretty substantial benefit to the player that would maybe be too powerful all wheezy. Do you think that something cool for Trials, besides bringing back bounties the way that lesser players could get the looties, seriously bring back bounties? I agree. Especially pre-rise of Iron bounties for Trials. Would that be... um, Hang on. That's a huge interlude. Do you think that something cool for Trials would be for a flawless card rewarding Golf Balls Prisms uh, Too Much or Just Right? I certainly think this might be where they start. They might say, look, if you want to get Golf Balls uh and prisms we're going to give you a way to do that in pvp they could start with iron banner because it's once a month and they could really limit how many you could get from a given week and they could do oh we'll also throw it into trials because trials is aspirational end game content um so they i think they could lean into both of those lanes to give you that sense of i can play pvp and get some of this currency I've had a ton of things happen with subs that I haven't called out, and I am sorry about this. Mr. B with two months. Snow Ravens with three months. Primetime FBS with three months. uh, Crozo with six months. That's a purple badge. And 14 months from old school. Thank you. I appreciate you guys and all those resubs. Two games is exaggerated. It'll probably take you an hour and a half, though. Just be aggressive. You can't kill 500 enemies in two Gambit matches. Impossible. But it definitely goes by a lot faster with that build. I started to finish Python today. I think the person said I did it in like two games. Um, more than likely, if they go to every section, if they go to every section and get roughly 10, 10 enemies with shot, because they're just never running out of shotguns, uh, shotgun ammo, that means they can roughly get 30 enemies um, before they're sort of banking, which means they could roughly net maybe 90 before the boss gets there. So they could maybe average if they're really, really going aggressive, they could get 100. So probably, I would think probably five games. I think two games is a little low. They probably sold me a little bit of exaggeration there. Their point was they got it really fast. You know, if you if you can average, um, guardian kills count as 10, so technically it is doable. I got 17 guardian kills in one uh, in one game of Prime. You can do it in three or four games. Yeah, that's really going to boost you up if you get a lot of guardian kills. Uh, Jim. Now that this change is coming to armor next season, what could be done to incentivize grinding for new armor every season? Could something like unique mods that are permanent uh, but equipable on that season's armor be possible? Well, no, they're getting rid of that idea. Um, thank you, Siege Master, for 13 months. Thanks for the daily radio show. Thank you. This is why I've always said they are trying to straddle a fence. They have to respect what you grinded for last season while also motivating you to grind for stuff this season. And when they do something like they've done where the seasonal mod slot spans the current season, the previous season, and the next season, they're potentially giving you maybe a little too much of what you shouldn't have wished for. like be careful what you wish for, right? Like they're giving you that level of freedom and potentially hurting the sort of loot grind a little bit. because if you have a God roll set, all the new mods that launch that next season, you don't need to you don't need to chase any of the new armor. Now keep in mind, you might always want to though, because you'll know okay season of the worthy I don't need the armor but if I grind for it I'll be primed and ready to go next season I just thought of this this is actually really smart Bungie's really smart if you're grinding season of the worthy you're basically preparing to have all that armor so that then you can automatically start putting in mods next season you have to slowly remove and say, I gotta slowly remove my Undying Armor because my Undying Armor can't use any of the Season of the Worthy mods. So right now, you're slowly wanting to be like, give me the Dawn Armor. Then next season, you're like, all of my Dawn Armor can use the new mods in Season of the Worthy, but... There's going to be a summer season. And if I want to be able to jump in right away and start using some of those new mods in the summer season, I'm going to want to go into the summer season and have a bunch of Season of the Worthy armor ready to go. It's actually a really smart system because they're always... They might have actually done it. I'm serious. They may have actually solved this problem. It's always a baton pass. You're sort of like, I don't have to, but in order for me to really feel the most prepared for next season i need to grind for the current season's armor why because last season's armor can't use next season's stuff does that make sense you can't bank on your undying armor you're like no i it's i my undying armor can't use season of the worthy armor so i need to get a bunch of season of dawn armor to get ready to hand off to the next season Then, when I'm in Season of the Worthy, once I get closer to the end of it, I'm going to feel that sense of urgency of like, Ooh, there's going to be new mods in the summer season, and I'm only going to be able to use those right away or more expeditiously if I enter the next season, the summer season, with Season of the Worthy armor. We ju- I think we just zoomed out on it and we saw the Venn diagram of how there's always a bit of a handoff there's always a bit of a handoff and a baton pass where you don't have to chase the new armor but eventually you're probably going to want to really really smart very smart plays now that we've kind of seen the full picture all wheezy follow up to my uh last as a suggestion i saw on reddit put golf balls prisms in more activities having a chance at golf balls in raids with a guarantee of one prism or so per encounter same with iron banner you got to be careful here all wheezy um generosity on currency for an end game grind like maxing your armor if you're too generous if you're too generous you erode that as a capstone grind so you got to be super careful here um exactly you're given the chance to grind and prepare for next season but you never feel like the start of a season you start from behind and you're trying to catch up on the mods exactly i really really don't want to overstate this i really applaud their choice here with the seasonal mods i really really do think they've made a great choice can you explain how the seasonal mods work now armor only works for current and past and future exactly so right now if you deck yourself out in Season of Undying armor, and you go into Season of the Worthy, you won't be able to use any of those seasonal mods in Season of Undying. Why? It's too far away. Season of the Undying can use... It'll be able to use the next season in front of it and the season behind it. So during season of dawn you're like i i'm kind of motivated to get season of dawn armor why so i can walk into season of the worthy and say whatever new mods you've got i can use why because season of dawn armor can use the last season's mods and the next season's mods then when you're in season of the worthy halfway through the season or closer to the end you're going to start thinking There's going to be new mods. There'll be new seasonal mods in the summer. I won't be able to use those if I'm completely decked out in Season of Dawn. I'm going to have to get Season of the Worthy Armor to prepare for next season. It's actually really, really like a 200 IQ play by Bungie to perpetuate the armor grind. I kept telling you. I was like, I don't have the answer, guys. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to perpetuate the armor grind. How do you make me chase new armor every season? and I think they might have actually figured it out I think they might have actually figured it out I'm confused but I think my question is just going to frustrate Bungie you're confused about how it works just picture it this way if you're grinding for armor in Season of Dawn and it has a little Season of Dawn symbol on it this little bird, right? and it's got, up. Oh, that's not the right pair uh, that's the right okay, right there, it says Dawn Armor Mod okay this mod slot gets to reach one season back and one season forward. So this slot can grab seasonal mods from Undying and it can also grab mods from the season in front of it. It can put Season of the Worthy mods in here. And the reason this is important is because as you enter Season of the Worthy you could be like, my armor if it's Dawn is kind of ready to try out some of the new stuff. But then as you're playing through Season of the Worthy you're going to know. You're going to be like, I probably should start trying to get some new armor because if I'm wearing Season of the Worthy stuff, next season, I'll be in a similar situation. I'll be able to immediately start trying to grab some of those new mods and try them out. Because this is what happened to me, okay? What happened to me, all my armor coming into Season of Dawn was undying. So all that Charge with Light stuff, I was like, I can't even experiment with it. I was getting all those Charged with Light mods from the obelisks, and I was like, none of my mo- none of my armor can use it. So I ignored it. If this system would have been in place, I'd have been like, that's not a big deal. My Undying armor slot can reach one season behind, and one season in front of itself. So no worries. Even though my armor is from last season, I can use these Charged with Light mods. I can reach one season ahead and say, oh, my Undying armor can actually use one season ahead. It can use Dawn uh, armor mods and so I immediately would have been like let's try some of this charge with light stuff I, start, I would have started moving some of my mods around but but I wouldn't have stayed static on my undying stuff why well season of the worthy is around the corner I better start getting some season of dawn stuff because if I equip myself with season of dawn stuff I can kind of prepare myself for whatever new mods are in season of the worthy because my undying stuff's going to kind of lose its relevancy a little bit so, I'd start grinding for god rolls and deck myself out, slowly but surely, I could say, okay, I have a really good arc chess piece, but it's it's a season of the undying, I'm going to try and find an arc chess piece that is season of, uh, you know, here's another one here, season of, season of dawn. You're going to always sort of feel that pressure to prepare for the next season by getting new armor. It's really, really tough. I've continued to say this. It's so, so tough for them to respect what you have been chasing while also motivating you to chase the new stuff. And they've actually come up with what I think is a pretty good solution to that gigantic problem. Respecting the past grind while incentivizing a new one. And I actually think they've done a pretty impressive job because I'm telling you, of all the problems I've ever thought about in this game, I could not come up with a solution. I was like, dude, I don't know what the frick they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. I was like, they either completely invalidate all your armor right away, which is what they did this season. All my armor was invalidated, like, right away. I was like, well, if you want to run charges Light, you can't. None of your armor can do it. It was like, It was all invalidated, like, immediately. Two weeks into the season, three weeks into the season, I'm like, well, all my obelisks are leveled up. I got all these new mods. I can't do anything with them. This is what bothers me. There's a permanent source of undying armor in the game. Opulent, undying Dawn Mods but no other season will have permanent grindable source, thus promoting hoarding. They could solve that problem elsewhere though JCal. that does seem anomalous. That doesn't seem like a lot of people are gonna be doing that so I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be pulling the fire alarm bell on that one. Parasito does armor 2.1 come in a bad place considering there hasn't been a weapons 2.0? No, I do not think so. I do not think so. And here's why. I think they need to spend this time tweaking and fine-tuning the armor system. So, next next big DLC deliverable in the seasons that follow, armor is a machine that's running. It's a machine that's running. As long as there's new seasonal mods every season to shake up your playstyle and try out new things. You got a reason to chase new armor. You got a reason to keep current armor. It's a good system. It's a good Venn diagram system where one season's a baton pass to the next. I'm getting to the end of this. I'm getting to the end of season one. I need to prepare and get season one season one armor for season two. I get into season two. Great. My armor comes over. It's it's equipped to use the new season stuff. But near the end of season two, I start thinking about season three. I better get some armor from season two so that I can go into season three prepared for whatever new mods. That machine can just start running and every season you're sort of like there's a reason to chase new armor normally probably closer to the end of the season that's another great way of maintaining the relevancy of the season because you don't have to worry about the armor from season of the worthy right away that can be something you grind for later in the season so the relevancy of the season is then stretched because it's like well I don't really need to worry about that armor until closer to the end then if they get this system working then they can start to say okay in September of 2020, we're doing a big thing with the Weapons 2. You know, Weapons 2.0 finally lands. So, I think your question is is a good question, uh, Paris, but I also think um, it's really good for them to get the armor system right before they start pivoting to something else. It's kind of like... It's kind of like they built a house and it's shaky and it's not quite where it needs to be. And instead of fixing that, they would just go and start building another house. It's like, no, 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 no. Fix this one first. Fix this system first. Fix the, you know, fix the, the armor system. Get it into a really good place first and then go to weapons. To be fair, I actually think this is a better version of Bungie than we've seen in the past. They tend to kind of do that. They're like, they go from one reactionary thing to another. It's like, oh, well, we did this, enjoy that. And then people are like, yeah, but it has eight eight or nine pitfalls or eight or nine problems. And they ignore that system for a year. And then we're like, oh, but we did this thing with weapons. I think it's better to fine tune that machine and before building another one. I didn't use a food analogy. That's right. Uh, Remorse 91. With such desired changes made to affinity and seasonal mods, do you think we will finally see champion mods on exotics or any primary? I really freaking hope so. I hope one of the TWAB's upcoming talk about that. I really hope that's a change coming. J. Coles, In your view, how does armor affinity enhance the player experience? It's a give-and-take min-maxing painful decision where when you swap something or change something or add something, you lose at the same time. It makes your decisions more meaningful. Paracito, should affinity changes be limited to X amount of swaps per piece this would force people to consciously think about changing the element if they are unable to swap it back because it is so costly Paris I think it's fine you're going to bring up folks like yourself or maybe others that have such an absurd amount of currency that you can kind of bypass this I'm just going to kind of say eh what we just outlined about how at the end of every season you're probably going to want to grind for new armor to prepare for the next season to be truly prepared for next season you're not just going to want a bunch of armor like if you're trying to prepare at the end of season of the worthy for the summer season you're not just going to want a bunch of armor you're going to want a bunch of armor that's been leveled up because we want the mod slots to be open and ready so you're not going to want to be blowing currency on affinity changes So it's really, really way outside the bell curve of of anomalous players to be like, well, folks like me and -and so-and-so have so many stacks of golf balls and prisms that we're going to be able to swap our affinity as much as I want. Yeah, but I mean, you're really going to be missing those currencies whenever you're starting to prepare for next season. What's good, Clyde? How are you, homie? So, Dupless. Do you think that they still need to let us add a seasonal mod slot to armor that doesn't have any seasonal armor slot like Prodigal Armor? Um, I don't know. I don't know about that dupe. I like where your head's at. Like, it would be pretty cool to go grab EP armor and slap that season slot on it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know what? How about this? If it drops in that season, it should just have that seasonal slot on it. If I go and grind EP this season, it has that slot on it. And then at the end of the season of like Season of the Worthy, I might be like, you know what? I want more EP armor to get ready for next season. And you might so gr- you might go grind for EP armor that would then have the Worthy slot on it. And then you get into the summer season and the summer slot could drop on the EP armor. I, that I think that's fine, actually. I don't see any problems with that. Chat may push back. I don't see any problem with that if you go and farm escalation protocol it should just have whatever season it drops in slot that seems totally fine to me that might be a problem internally in the database though you're chilling you're enjoying your single appreciation day well I'll be your valentine Clyde from a distance you know you know I like the big guys Uh, anyway sorry sorry chat Uh, whoop with 13 months thank you chat uh, chat chapster says, do you think Bungie needs to lower the slot amounts for season mods so we can make someone some really crazy builds instead of one mod? No, we kind of already had this question. I don't I don't think they want to I don't think, especially with some of the with light builds that have been outlined, I don't think you want to start l- opening up too much freedom. We have I, this is another one of those times where we, the water has... We, we're, it's like a frog being boiled in water slowly, right? It doesn't realize it's being boiled. We have had so many good changes to armor. We have so much control and so much agency and so much intentionality over our armor. We're forgetting how far the system has come. <laughs> like, li- just seriously, seriously try to press the pause button and zoom out and understand we could never do this before, ever. Ever. I can literally go into these gauntlets and I can put this this reloader on it, that reloader I can change to fastball, I can change to a generic reloader um, I can add d- grenade uh, discipline, uh, strength, mobility I can add any of this stuff, Minor like I can do whatever I want and then I also have charge with light and then next week I can be like, you know what, this week I'm gonna try something different and I just start swapping it all I really really don't think that the the freedom we've gained is honestly being restricted that much. <laughs> Again, I think people are becoming inoculated to quality of life improvements. It's like you don't sense it. it it's, it's like the... They've given us so much good things on the armor to be like, I can't believe they're restricting our freedom. Do you want to go back to D1 or D2 where you had like zero freedom? The only time in D2 where you had any semblance of agency over armor's rolls was in rather the Machine, and that was still RNG. And you could sit and dump tons of the fragments from Wrath into a pair of Gauntlets and not get the reload that you want. You literally spend glimmer right now to change your reload. It's absurd the level of freedom we have on our armor. For anybody to look at this level of free- freedom and control and be like, I can't believe we're so restricted right now. You're you're out of your head. You are out of your head. JJ Biggie. Do you think this change for armor affinity will affect the design of armor mods in any way? Could you see powerful mods such as powerful friends being left to the wayside because of the ability to change an armor's affinity? Yeah, I don't know. I I definitely think... I wonder... This is a really good question. I wonder if they're going to do more with seasonal mods being restricted. Didn't they do that this season? They did that this season, didn't they? So, like, on a void... Yeah, these are energy cost. Protective light is void. Precisely charged is void. Uh, Stacks on stacks is void. And extra reserves is void. So yeah, they already did that. They're going to continue to do that. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if that's one of the reasons that they did this. They're really going to dig in on the, okay, we're going to give you more seasonal mods, they're going to be restricted as well with energy, and so we're giving you a little bit of freedom on what mods can be used in what armor, and changing the affinity. They're loosening up a little bit, because I bet you they're going to really dump some more stuff in that lane. So it's like, man, there are so many different mods I can put on a given piece of armor. It's... This is where I don't think people understand... That you have there are so many mods, and they're going to be adding seasonal ones every every season. They have to have affinity there. It, it, it's 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 breaking it up a little bit. It would be absurd to go on one piece of armor and be like, look at all the mods every reload, every single thing I could possibly think of, which would it completely invalidate generic reload. Why would you ever need generic reload? Because you just run whatever reload you need, and then on top of that every seasonal mod ever made is available. Like, it would just be absurd. Every season, they're going to be adding more. And I'm not talking about the artifact mods. I'm talking about the seasonal mods. Charged with light mods aren't going away. They're not attached to the artifact. You unlock those, and bam, they're in your armor now from the obelisks. Diamond says, how, would, uh, how do you think that they can handle equipped mods? Like, if you have arc mods equipped you can change the armor piece to void it'll reset all that it'll unequip everything I'm sure Mstrom. the fix is nice but does it do anything to fix the problem with even getting a 60 stat roll drop my video talked about the two big question marks are where can I intentionally grind for armor because we can't right now and where do I need to take min max armor there's not really an aspirational challenging environment where you kind of feel the need to do this um, and I would add a third question that you just added where can I go for the best stat rolls? Like Will Aspirational Content have the best stat rolls because that's kind of a thing right now. You go into some of the harder content and the stat rolls aren't impressive. TK Lotus, you mentioned wanting contest. I'd be for less handicaps to the player and more for harder bosses. Why not raid difficulty that makes the extra artifact power a necessity? I'm going to come back to something I've been saying a lot today. I want to work within the systems that are already there so Bungie can deliver something to more players with not a lot of development time. Asking them to make quote-unquote harder bosses, that takes a lot of time and energy and work because it's going to take more mechanics, it's going to take more movement, it's going to take more pain, more playtesting, but we know that Contest Modifier works. Just turn it the frick on. Like, let me. (laughs) We know that Contest Modifier works. There's no question mark there. It's not like, do you think Contest Modifier would work? Yes, it works. You do it on the launch week. Let us turn it on voluntarily for non powerful drops. You see what I'm saying? I'm working within a system that, like, all I have to do is is zad it. I don't think they have the time and the bandwidth to be like, well, let's go make bosses harder. I try to say, here is something I think is reasonable that Bungie could do. And I don't have, I've got a, I I will toot my own horn. I've got a pretty good track record. A lot of the things that I've said, they could do this and work within this system, they have done. The affinity change is, I think, a pretty good example of, it's very close to what I originally said. Make it costly, use the internal systems that are already there, and use the internal systems and currencies that are already there and they did that. They did it differently than I suggested, but the reason I make my suggestions in that way, it's far more likely to say, this is the spirit of what the community wants, what's a reasonable way that could happen in the game? Well, the the, the community wants more freedom on affinity, and people were suggesting things that would never happen. Get rid of affinity, let us change it anytime we want, Uh, come up with a, an elaborate system of this or that, or blah blah blah. It's like, they're not going to do any of that. They're only going to be able to do so much within the confines of what they built. So if, you've, if you don't... So in here, where you're like, oh, just make harder bosses, in in the five years I've been paying attention to this game, that just isn't going to happen. Bungie's not going to reach into existing content and be like, we made the bosses harder, guys. No, they do challenges, which is play the fight in a particular way. The fight doesn't change. The boss doesn't do anything different. You go in and do something different, but the, the, the fight itself is the same you're just engaging with the fight differently. Contest modifier would be very similar. You're suddenly not able to just go in and run over everything like it's a joke. Dark Ruler. What can Bungie do to make new armor worth getting? Before they made, so the new armor had a different mod slot, effectively making your old armor worthless, but now that you don't need to do, uh, what would you see? Yeah, see, you, you might not have been here. We already walked through this. When you're in Season of the Worthy, okay, when you're in Season of the Worthy, you're going to want to prepare for the summer season and get Season of the Worthy armor. Why? Because Season of the Worthy armor will be able to use the new season mods coming in the summer. All of your Dawn armor won't. So there's a slow threshing thing happening. You're kind of getting rid of that old armor using some of the new. You don't have to, but if you want to go into the summer season equipped and ready to go, you're able You're able to be ready. You're going to grind for that you're going to want to grind for that um, Season of the Worthy armor I thought it was going to work for all future seasons not one ahead and one below that is something that they've struggled to clarify um, you were mistaken how it was working okay Dark Ruler, no worries, yeah I'm, trying to, I- I'm willing to repeat myself on this one a lot because it is going to confuse people and it is a really really smart system that people can catch the vision of why this is a good system so that in Season of the Worthy you can go into it prepared and ready with Season of Dawn armor but then there'll be a tipping point in that season where you're going to start to say, you know what? I'm going to start focusing on season of the worthy armor so that I'm ready for the next season. It's it's so it's it's really freaking smart. It actually really is. So if people can catch that vision, it'll be re- I think it'll be a good way for the hardcore players to be like, well, the season's ending, time to get ready, time to get a bunch of armor for next season, you know. If I would have been able to do that going into season of dawn, if I would have been able to get those Charge With Light mods from the obelisks and experiment with them right away, that would have been really nice. Paul Tassi uh, said on Last Word that Cosmo clarified one before, one after. It has been clarified by Cosmo, and it's literally clarified in the TWAB. I'll read it to you. The way they phrase it in the TWAB is thus. They said, "For uh... Starting next season, the seasonal armor mod socket will also be able to use mods released during the seasons before and after the armor piece was released. For example, armor with a mod socket from Dawn will be able to equip Undying and mods from Worthy. So one behind, one in front is the example that they basically gave. $6 from Street Shadow. Uh, Thank you for the tip. One thought I had... Uh, for where to grind for armor. What if we added armor to Nightfall boss drops? This armor could come with a high stat roll and potential come with special mod perk that are unique to that armor. I, that That's not bad. That's not bad. I would say more than Nightfall. I would say more than Nightfall. So if people really start to catch the vision that... Every season's armor matters, but not in such a rigid way. It was rigid in Season of Dawn. It was like, if I want to run any of these new mods, I got to replace all my armor. That's rigid. The way it's going to work now is, you're going to go into Season of the Worthy, and you'll be able to use those new seasonal mods as you get them, because your Dawn armor, the slot, it can use mods from one in front. and Then when you get to near the end of Season of the Worthy, you're going to start to think, I kind of need to start letting go of my Season of Dawn armor and replacing it with Season of the Worthy armor so that I'm ready for the summer season. It's, I'm telling you, we're going to really have to keep banging on that drum to ca- so people catch that vision. It's actually really smart. I wish I would have included this in my armor video. I might actually have to do a completely separate video called, you know, Bungie Solve the Armor Problem. Um... Because I really feel like this is more significant than people are realizing. Um, Bungie solved the armor problem. Let me make a little hashtag. Uh, Handoff and prepare for next season. So I kind of remember my thoughts on it. And what's nice is it gives room and time. So if in one season you've had bad luck, the next season or two you have more chances. Yeah, it's not you're not going to feel like this high pressure. It, it it'll it'll definitely be a system where you won't and again, think about the relevancy that's maintained there. I'm kind of done with this season. Okay, are you ready for next season? What do you mean? Well, you're probably going to get a get a bunch of armor that's season of worthy so that you're ready for the summer season because there'll be new seasonal mods in the summer season and you're not ready to use them if you're wearing a bunch of season of dawn armor it's really really smart the way they built this so end of season or midway season for you you've got more to do now as a hardcore player than you did previously I know people get tired of me trying to give Bungie credit, but gummit, within the way they built this game and what feels like shoestring bandwidth, they have really done a, an absolutely bang-up job with small amounts of content to feel worth your time. And I know people are like, oh, I'm bored, I'm bored, why chase a god roll, blah, blah, blah. There are people that still feel bored no matter what, but th- like logistically speaking, what they're coming up with is actually pretty impressive from where I sit. Um, I, I like the idea... I really like the idea of next season being like, I can jump right in with Season of Dawn armor and I'm ready, and then at some point I'm going to want to start chasing Season of Worthy armor. What did I say a couple of times this season? More times than I I can even count. I said, I don't really care about chasing the new armor. There's no reason to. Bungie just made a reason to. I'm kind of mad that I didn't really get to mess around with Charge with Light this season. I might start doing that the next couple of weeks just for something to do. DJ Cuddlesworth, does this diminish incentive value of collecting new armor? Seems like the only value would be how it looks. I just just outlined why it's actually a really good system opposite of what you're claiming. J. Crist, do you think if when the armor first drops, you should be able to change the affinity for an upgrade module before any investment so individuals don't feel punched if it drops six or seven? I mean, how often they drop six or seven? What did I get today? I got a couple of twos, a threes, and then what, a four? I don't know, man. I I think most of the time, they don't drop. Did this drop as a six? I think I pulled that. That might have been one of the ones I pulled from the season past, so that one might not count, because that's freaking free. Well, this one dropped as fives, it looks like. Okay. Okay. I mean, listen. I hear where you're coming from. I really do, but... Grinding up from—I don't even know if I have an energy one. Oh, here's an energy one. It's so cheap, dude. It's so cheap to get up to five. What is it? Let's count. So it's 500 glimmer and a legendary shard. Boom. And then it's a thousand glimmer. So now we're at 1,500 glimmer and three legendary shards. And now it's five legendary shards and 2,500 glimmer. I mean, come on, man. Listen to what I'm saying. It's not that expensive. Like levels 1 to 5 if it's 6 and 7 it's like 3 enhancement cores. Do they even drop up to 6 and 7? I don't even know I, 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 most of mine are dropping at like a 4 or a 5 I, 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 you're talking about a, a, this is what you're talking about a pair of boots drops with the stat lean that you want oh it's great stats, this is exactly what I want it's a god roll and it also happens to be a 6 or a 7 and you're like I don't believe it it's the wrong affinity on the perfect gear in the right spot and it's a 6 or 7 like that's really really unlikely I think that's pretty abnormal most of them are going to be a lot lower than that I don't see many dropping that high uh rad dad bod um hang on charge to max exotic will be hell though should be it's an exotic You know? It should be. Shouldn't be easy. That should be costly for you. Exotics are pretty influential. Uh, Rad Dad Bod. Why not just take a page out of D1's book, an item that worked well, Glass Needles to change affinity, make them a rare resource? As I said to somebody else, I want to work within the systems that they built, not add more systems, not add more currency. So when someone's like, let's bring back Glass Needles so we can really farm for god rolls on armor, I was like, or just have the existing system of grinding a nightfall for exotics, right? But then have Xur like a boon. So you go and you say, look, I already got shards of Galanor. Give me a boon for shards of Galanor. You would go to a menu in his system that would look like a collections menu. It would have all the exotics that you have and don't have. So if they're grayed out, you can't do this. But you'd be like, give me a boon for shards of Galanor. And that boon's active for a week. So the existing system is, you grind Nightfalls for exotics. Well, now when you're grinding Nightfalls for exotics, they make it to where Shards of Galanor is more likely to drop. And just, to me, it just feels so much better to say, these are the systems we have, let's make them better, instead of, these are the systems we have, let's add other systems to solve this system's problem. Because what ends up happening is, you have too many systems stacked on top of each other, and then they start to get at odds. You know, it's like they start to conflict with one another. So I would just say always, always, if Bungie can, work within what they've built to fine-tune it and make it better, not suddenly stack another system on top. Like, well, instead of making us do this to get affinity changes, add another currency that we can grind for or buy or blah 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 No, 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 no. We don't need to add another system on top. That just starts to get really patchwork and convoluted. Lamb Lambic says, I think you're on par with your assessment of the system, but do you think that they will ever give us an armory to manage all this gear? I don't know, man. I have no idea what they're going to do with the collections in the vault. Collections is kind of in a weird spot. There's all kind of quality of life things I would love to see happen with collections, but they're not... I don't know if they can. Thankless work. Sorry if you've already answered this today. Does the seasonal mod change that I can add any seasonal mods to older 2.0 armor, Dreambane for instance, or that only future seasons armor will be able to do this. No, existing armor will be able to reach one season behind and one season forward with respect to seasonal mods. Uh, says, Hey Lono, how do you feel about the armor mod slot being open to future seasonal mods? This seems like it may nullify future armor chase. Sounds like you might have, if you're here still, you've had this clarified for you. It's only one in front and one in back. So Season of Dawn armor can go, it can use mods from Undying and mods from Worthy. That's it. It can't go any further than that. It's not a completely universal system. Snake Eyes. Lono, how will they make next season's armor appealing if they could put any seasonal... A lot of people misunderstanding the system and asking very similar questions. Ecal, slightly a bit off topic, but what do you think about armor being able to use ornaments of armor sets from previous uh, sets? One reason after it's released, like the mod slot. Oh, 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 I understand your question. Armor sets from previous, present, and one season after. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Um this is where again i'm gonna bring up the too much freedom argument if they give you too much freedom with respect to the ornamentation it's really gonna hurt potential grind i think one of the benefits here is the new armor hopefully looks good, so then you're, you know, you're willing to chase it. Your pushback might be I really like the way the Saint-14 armor looked. Not even the ornaments, just the actual armor from his season. I actually like his armor. I don't even know what it's called. Um, I don't know if I have any pieces right now. Oh, I do. I have, yeah. Uh, Righteous. Are the, is it all called Righteous? I actually don't know. Yeah, Righteous. All the Righteous stuff. Righteous gloves, robes, boots, blah blah blah. Righteous hood. I actually really, really like the way a lot of this stuff looks. Um... But, in general, um, th- you're, you're going to lose that, right? You're going to lose the... You're going to lose the... Oh, I'm... I'm... I'm grinding in the summer season and I really wish I could make my armor look like the armor from Season of Dawn. I, I get where you're coming from and I don't know if there's a problem with what you're saying. But, if they universalize transmog too much... I don't want them to reach too far back. I want a reason to go grind for armor from Leviathan or Escalation Protocol. I want that. And you're going to remove that if I can just apply that as an ornament. I think what I said earlier is a little bit better. If you really want to look like the armor from Escalation Protocol, then grind for Escalation Protocol in the summer season or during Season of Worthy, Season of the Worthy, and you get the mod slot relevant to that season on that armor. I don't know if they can do that with respect to the database that would be kind of strange because then you'd have like so many different versions of the Escalation Protocol armor. You'd have a version basically for every season. So that might not be possible. If it is possible, that is how I think that they should do it. Because you could say, I really, but then I guess you can't get the armor from certain seasons. It's got a it's got a bit of a FOMO problem going on. Right? The armor from Season of Dawn could not be regrinded for like Escalation Protocol armor. So... Maybe, time, maybe that's what they would do. If the Righteous Armor can ever be grinded for again, it unlocks it as an ornament. But if it can be grinded again, like Leviathan Armor or uh, Armor and Escalation Protocol, it just drops at the relevant season mod slot or something. Instead of it being just an, a universal ornament. I'm protecting. You're like, why are you being this specific about it? I'm trying to protect their ability to say, Escalation Protocol just got a facelift, there's a reason to go grind it. Um, Blind Dwell just got a facelift, there's a reason to go grind it. I don't want that armor to just be turned into an ornament. You negate that loop pool's power that could be potentially leveraged in the future. If you suddenly had a reason to go grind Blind well, the Dreaming City armor was hot. The Escalation Protocol armor is sexy, and if it just gets turned into an ornament, you sort of negate that entire loot pool's power of potentially being sort of repurpose in the future is a reskin well if it's free as I've said many times upgrading escalation protocol Upgrading Blind Well, and if we get far enough away from them, the Forges, Reckoning, Menagerie, repurposing those pools, the armor sets, making Escalation Protocol so you can like matchmake from orbit, Blind Well, matchmake from orbit. I actually think that's a better treatment of that content, especially if they do it for free. If they do it for free, nobody can complain. You can't be like, I can't believe that they're reskinning Escalation Protocol. Well, if, if Escalation Protocol is reskinned and repurposed for free... Kind of how they did that with the Forges this season, right? They didn't really give you a reason to really go back there, but they certainly streamlined it. You just match make into the Forges. You don't have to drive back to them, do something similar with EP, and I don't want all that armor suddenly turned into an ornament because I think you sort of negate the power and the potency of that loot pool by doing that. To Eden. Will we only be able to use seasonal mods from one previous and one future? Yes that's exactly how it works ECOW should exotics have generic mods instead of affinity tied mods Uh, special scavenger I'm going to cut the question short I really don't think we need to give uh, exotic armor any more power than it already has American rocks would you think that people would take the blow better if changing the affinity reset the level of the armor piece instead of forcing them to upgrade it (laughs) well no It would make it really clear. It'd be like, okay, it's now a brand new piece of armor that needs to be leveled up again. But you know what they would say? Oh, that's bull! You're taking away my hard work, Bungie I invested all that currency into this armor, and you just reset it to zero or one or whatever the like. They'd have to, to be fair too, just to be fair, they'd have to have a record of the armor dropped at a level five or six. If it resets it all the way to 1, that's a bit of a ripoff because it's like, hey, this dropped to the level 5, it's dropped to the level 4, you're taking those levels away from me. We just looked at it a little bit ago, and it wasn't that costly, but still, you get the point, it's like, people would be pretty ticked, like, you just took all my... And listen, even though that would make it pretty clear what's going on, it's basically a brand new piece of armor that also then needs to be invested in with currency just the same as if the armor were to drop in the world and you're like yay a god roll void piece that would then need to be upgraded people would be pretty ticked um chopper I like these changes but I still don't agree with having to have three sets of every exotic armor for uh, affinity's sake any thoughts on how to fix this problem I don't think it's a problem uh, Jackarama. Do you think making primary weapon perks neutral would alleviate a lot of the complaints from the community, or would it make a bad change? Making primary weapon perks neutral? No. That sounds horrible. Uh, Lice, not, Superman says, Hey Lono, if I get a perfect roll piece that's level 2 and I want to change affinity while it's level 2, it will require a full masterwork amount. Ma- nope, no. Just what it takes to get to level 2. Whatever level it's at is the currency required to change the affinity. If it's level 5, the currency to get it to level 5, that's what you'd have to put in to change the affinity. Um <clears throat> JD Gamer says, "Hey Lono, do you think Bungie should add random rolls to old activities like old raids and EP?" I do, I think it's probably gonna happen I just don't know when Leviathan will probably get a random roll treatment EP Guns will probably get a random roll treatment um it's just a matter of when probably uh and look, Blind Well could be a great grind too, if you put a lot of those cool Dreaming City weapons in there Moroi, should future gear have special locked pre-rolled mods in addition to the current armor 2.0? I feel like that would be cool. This is a whole new system. Again, I'm pretty much stiff arming whole new systems because I think the system is pretty good now with tons of freedom and actually quite a bit of power. I don't think we need more. Sweatpants, do you think the act of masterworking armor may be a bit underwhelming? Do you think 12 more stats and being able to equip more mods is enough? Although, now keep in mind when he says 12 more stats it adds 12 more stat points and then you can get more mod, uh, mod, mod slots because of the energy um, though uh, I thought of this after our back and forth and wanted to know if you thought there could be something to look at eventually similar to the last question I actually think we're ridiculously strong right now if anything people have continued to say that nothing's truly challenging we don't really need to even min max or think about our armor or think about our mods or think about our stats we're really really strong so you start giving us more strength and I don't think you're solving any problems. You're potentially creating more of them. Lobo. What are your thoughts on adding an NPC similar to Zur that sells you old raid loot that updates weekly? You mean like... You mean like the like Benedict? What are you talking about? If you're talking about all the old raids, no. I don't want somebody selling frickin' raid armor. That's awful. Heck no. Go and earn it, man. Go and earn it. We are super strong. Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty strong, man. We are we are pretty strong already. Remorse ninety one with a community constantly focusing on the negative instead of just appreciating the positive impl- uh, implementations. Do you ever worry that Bungie's just going to give up and stop listening? No, I gave this speech yesterday. Something that I don't think people understand is that a passionate and a dogmatic community is a sign of health. The only reason that people are arguing with me today or any other day about armor this and cost that and this grind that and that blah blah blah. The only reason we're doing that is because people are super super bought in and passionate and love the game. Uh, You don't you don't argue passionately on reddit or twitter or in my chat because you're like you think the game sucks and you're never going to play it again now people do get bored and take breaks and i think people have expressed some of that but the player base numbers are still pretty good if you ignore pvp i mean pvp's suffered quite a bit hopefully they can recover a lot of that player base with some of the updates that are on the way and trials but by and large daily pve player base is as good as it's ever been as far as daily engagement so I don't think Bungie looks at that and then looks at the feedback and thinks, I'm so sick of this! Like, I think for the most part, they're like, a passionate, angry player base is actually really good. I, I would I would wager to say that a lot of game companies would look at a huge and and vibrant and angry Reddit and forum and Twitter base. I think they would look at that and be like, we would freaking kill for that. Why? you usually can glean valuable information from the community, you know, just get through the screaming and the yelling okay, you can usually get pretty valuable information, and it means people are playing and people really like your game, it's a feather in your cap, when people go to a stream that Bungie's doing, and 50,000 people or 70,000 people are watching, and they're like tell us about this, we don't want to hear about art tell us about this, tell us about this that's actually a feather in their cap. That's a sign of health. It's probably a little annoying, but a passionate and angry player base, it, it is, as it's being said in chat, it's not going anywhere. An upset player base uh, is what shrinks over time. Right. If you're, just, if you're passionate and you're angry and you're asking for changes, you're probably not going anywhere. Usually what you end up with is an apathetic player base. Whether it's a player base like, you know, I'm trying to think of games that just completely and utterly died. Uh, what was that PvP game from Boss Key that just, it didn't go anywhere? Um, they would kill for people to be right now yelling and screaming about, you know, imbalanced guns and and imbalanced builds. Um, yeah, I don't know what Anthems player base numbers look like. Lawbreakers, right? Yeah, Lawbreakers. Lawbreakers, Anthem is still working on their game and still adding improvements and, and planning to reset the whole game, so they're not the best example they seem to be still invested in improving and receiving, they still receive a, you know, a pretty fair amount of feedback on their game Lawbreakers basically just died so, the people who made Lawbreakers would die for a reddit and a forum full of angry people, because that means people are playing, you know if, if you don't have that then it's really really hard for the game to keep going and it's hard for the game to improve Dragon Slayer. Do you believe the Menagerie will be the source of old weapons and armor that are unobtainable? Bungie has stated that old items will be reobtainable from a few months after the season disappears. I thought they said they were going to put them in the Gunsmith. I don't know. I think, that, I think Menagerie would get pretty cluttered if they put too much in there. Also, it would still be dependent upon runes, which would be weird. Um, convexity. Do you know if the affinity will be changeable on blue armor as well? No idea. Probably not. Codex. With the armor changes, Bungie's introducing a shelf life cycle to armor, in this case, a span of three seasons. Do you think this sort of system could work with weapons, albeit much longer window of time? It sounds real familiar, doesn't it? Doesn't it, Codex? I know I'm getting smug, but it sounds real familiar. Do you remember when I talked about that? Give guns an intrinsic shelf life, so every 12 to 18 months, they kind of get rotated out of your inventory and you don't really feel the need to use them. What a novel idea. I wonder where we've heard that before. <laughs> Listen, I'm being smug, but come on. We said this about we said this about guns. I talked about this with guns. People are very anti-Lono. They're very anti saino to rage with respect to weapon pruning, like getting rid of the guns, making you give up your guns. But I said something like that that would be intrinsic and rhythmic, and so over time you would just naturally let things kind of drift away and not care about them. They've literally taken that idea and they put it on the armor. Datto, shut the frick up. (laughs) Like, they've done it with the armor, and if they could do it with guns that'd be great that'd be really really good some sort of mod slot some sort of power some sort of thing that makes season of the worthy guns special and then season of the summer rolls around and you're like i can use these season of the worthy guns with the new stuff in the summer but near the end of the summer season i'm gonna want to start to get some of the new guns i'm gonna want to start getting some of the new armor to get prepared for the next season Always sort of shuffling ahead and leaving things behind. They're not disrespecting your grind. They're not making you delete any of that stuff. It's a natural, intrinsic pruning, and you're the one doing it. We just talked about this the other day. We talked about how a loot prune that you initiate is the best kind. When Armor 2.0 showed up in Shadowkeep, you initiated your own loot prune. You just kind of went through and got rid of stuff because you're like, what's the point? Season to season to season to season, you're going to naturally... Be incentivized to loot, prune your own loot, your own armor. You're gonna do it, and nobody's forcing you to. Nobody's forcing you to. Oh, you want to run? The, you want to run these new uh, mod slots? That's no problem. You got to have last season's armor or this season's armor, or next. But you can't use that stuff from uh, two two seasons ago. Can't do that. Well, that's not fair. Well, no, it's fine. Keep using that armor. That's totally fine. You can do that. It just can't use the new stuff. They're not making you, they can't, oh, you can't infuse it, you can't level it up, you can't wear it. They're not doing that. It's a natural, organic, incentivized loot prune. And if they can, I'm telling you, they're doing it with armor. You don't even realize it. As we're talking about it today, you're just going to be doing it. You're going to get into the summer and you're going to be like, you remember all that stuff we had in Undying? Remember all that armor we had in uh, Season of Dawn? I don't really have any more of that anymore. I got rid of it. I just naturally moved forward. I would think that, you know, that's what they're going to try and do with guns, too. Mods are fun, but there's no content that requires builds. Well, sure, but still, it's it's nice to try out the new stuff. It's nice to try out the charge with light. It's fun. Don't act like you're not curious, you know. You're not going to try out some of the new stuff. We haven't even seen it yet. Fruipter. Is there change to the amount of materials received from deleting Masterwork gear? If we can change out gear every two seasons, then we should be able to move materials for losing. yeah, you should be able to start maybe shuffling forward. If you start deleting a lot of your masterwork stuff from season of uh, the undying because you're you're in the midst of season of the worthy and you don't really feel like you need any anymore. you get some of your currency back, sure. I don't think you ever get the ascendant shards back though. I could be wrong about that. I don't think you I don't think you get it all back. I might be wrong I don't I've not done that I've not deleted a lot of I think I have deleted fully masterwork stuff from the dungeon and I don't get an ascendant shard only on exotics you get them back I've not done it one from the three shards back oh on an exotic from a masterwork you get six out of six cores fully masterworked is seven prisms yeah, you don't get the ascendant shard though, but still you get some of it back that's not bad you're not they're not taking it all from you. Just a catch-22. What seasonal mod combinations are you looking forward to from Undying and Dawn? I, myself, as a solo player, am excited to for Void Grenade debuffs and Void Battery combinations. Mod combinations from Undying and Dawn. I haven't even thought about it yet, homie. More power to you. I've not thought that far down the road. Jcal. I just came up with an awesome idea. I can't wait to read this paragraph. Use the chalice as a catch-up mechanic place armor sets from seasons prior in the chalice as a way for players who didn't play prior seasons to grind that specific season armor what do you think um, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you a hard time the whole like here's an idea I have what are your thoughts we uh, we frown on these types of questions a little bit <laughs> this is not a terrible suggestion but I, I would just be concerned about the chalice and the menagerie loot pool getting really 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 bloated what are you going to do when summer rolls around? How many armor sets can you conceivably put in there? And how do you even select them? So you'd have the uh the Saint 14 armor, the the righteous armor, you'd have the vex offensive armor, you'd ha- I mean what how many sets are you putting in there? You'd have whatever's from Season of the Worthy. You're going to have three armor sets in menagerie, keep in mind that's nine sets cuz that's that's three characters. Um I don't know. It's what you're trying to you're trying to solve for x, and it sounds like you're using like a swimming pool. It's like just keep filling the pool, just keep filling the pool. yeah, but eventually it can only hold so much water and then it's gonna start to overflow and make a mess. So I don't know. I don't know if they could do that. Um, this is where oh wow, my boon idea could work in a lot of places okay, so listen, my weapon boon idea that it would be at like Zavala Shacks or even Zur, you go grab the boon and then it can go and drop, what if they added that to collections, so you could go into your collections and be like I never really got to get that armor let me grab a boon for it, and you grab the boon for it and now it can drop when you're playing it would cost some currency but it would be, again from a database perspective I don't know if they can do that to just let you go and be like, all right, any piece of armor from any season in collections, I can go back here and buy a boon for it, and then it's like dropping in the game. Um, that Obviously, in a perfect world, that'd be a great solution for you to feel like you can go back and get stuff that you maybe missed out on. Uh, for example, you could say right here, this substitutional alloy robes. I didn't get a chance to get a good roll on these or I want one and I'm going to buy a boon and these will start dropping when I'm playing. But again, is that a significant problem? You know, is it something that they really need to build an entire system for? And can the current system even allow for that? I'm trying to look out for players who get the expansion this September and have zero ways to farm for Season of Worthy Armor uh, to use those mods. Okay, I, I don't mean this in a mean way, but they missed out. Tough luck, right? I was here, I got the stuff, I got to wear it, I got to be cool and feel cool. They weren't here. Giving people an ever-present, like back door to be like, hey, you missed out. Go back and get all the stuff. Nah, tough cookies, man. Chase the new stuff. You missed out. You weren't playing. You took a season off. Sorry. Right? I was playing. I got God Roll Sundial Guns. I got God Roll Armor. Um, now, somebody might say, Belono, what if you want to look like that? What if you really want to look like that armor? What if, for whatever reason, you just fell in love with the Vex Offensive, leafy, grass-covered armor? What if you want to look like that? As I said a little bit ago, I think I could leave some room to say, you know what? They do want armor set every season, just convert it into a universal ornament uh, two seasons later, you know? If you really think that Vex Defensive Armor is awesome, well, the Vex Defensive Armor is good in its present season and the next. When you get to Season of the Worthy, they could convert that into an, or- an ornamental set. I'm okay with that. It's just an aesthetic. It's just a it's just a vanity thing. You really, really like the saint armor, the righteous armor from Season of Dawn, and we get into the summer, and you can't really wear that armor anymore. It's not really relevant. Okay, convert it into a universal ornament. Now, Bungie might say, whoa, the universal ornament thing is gonna get fricking just jam-packed full. Uh, maybe. Uh, it, really? It's in the game. I can wear it, right? But if you're like, I really like the look of that armor, no problem. All your season of the summer, your season of the summer armor, using all the new stuff, getting ready for September, and you can make it look like the armor from Vex Offensive. Because it's so old and beyond and behind, we're going to convert it into an ornamental set. I think that's okay. I would get behind that. I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with being like, let's just keep dragging all this loot forward and just shoving it into random (laughs) random activities so you can go and get that stuff. You don't want to discourage new players from joining the game because they can't actually get everything in the game? Come play Destiny, bud. Can I get the same armor set as you? Uh, no, you can't. Yeah, that's part of the the appeal. Nah, dude. I'm a veteran, man. You can't get the goods here, dude. You can't get this. Yeah, tough titty, man. You can't get this. I look awesome. You want to look awesome? There's some awesome stuff over here you can wear. Like... I don't think there's that many people that are going to come into the game and just, as a new player and be like, this is unbelievable. I can't believe that I can't go get armor from two years ago and have it be relevant today. I'm not playing. I'm out. I'm leaving. Come on, guys. Like, I don't think that people are going to be that way. I think by and large, a new player is going to come in and be like, this is cool. This is fun. What's the new stuff? Oh, you're chasing that? Yeah, I'll chase that too. By and large, if if somebody's looking at your armor, they're not going to be with this system. They're going to see maybe a season, like armor from the last season, maybe. You're going to shuffle forward. And the ornamental system would be a bit of a solution for that anyway. I'm not thinking about looks, though. I'm talking about the power of charge of light mods and whatever else they had. It's kind of like the artifact, though, J. Cal. Like, I eventually that stuff just it eventually that stuff just fades right? eventually the charge with light mods I would think are not really relevant or if you really had a great charge with light build you kind of save that armor but if you weren't here for it eh, you kind of you, you kind of missed out I don't know they're always going to be shuffling us forward and they may resurface I don't know Parasito could certain armor pieces and sets be exempt from affinity changes for example do we really need to be able to change elements on the 100s of armor drops we're getting from fractaline well i mean it's just it's just an internal system it's it i don't understand the question could certain armor pieces and sets be exempt from affinity changes for example do we really need to be able to change the element on the hundreds of armor drops we get from fractaline well it's just an internal system that they build paris it's like every armor set that drops can have an ornament applied to it, it can have its level raised it can be infused, it can be upgraded and they're gonna add another one they're gonna add I can't do a 3 like that they're gonna add uh, the ability to change the affinity, it's just an internal system you know Um, I really think they're strong and something like protective light will be so useful in day 1 raids save your stuff and benefit from it new players don't get that, sorry With the currently revealed sandbox changes and tweaks so far, what overall changes to the game do you foresee coming in season 10? I would want to see things with rocket launchers. They're probably going to address handheld supernova because it's probably going to be the number one complaint in trials if they don't address it. And then, um, Lord of Wolves will probably get treatment again. Um, and, uh, Rental will probably have its range reined in. And Spare Rations will probably have its aim assist lowered those are just a couple breadline I remember the grind for touch of malice being quite tough same with the outbreak prime uh can you provide these challenges going forward without alienating the majority of the player base could they adapt these types of quests to grind for high rolled stat armor I don't want to go on quests for stats for rolls I think that's better for just like a a place where you just kind of run um I would say I would think that would be that would be a better way to have the loot pursuit. I don't want to run quests for armor stats. Uh Kirstrell, Should Raid Armor have an extra mod slot for seasonal mods? No. Uh, I don't think we need any more slots or power on our armor. As I said multiple times today, we are really strong and we have a lot of customization already. Owen, any opinions on the prevalence of D1 nostalgia bait? I know there's a harsh description, but it feels like every month something is coming back. Moon. The reef. Last word. Granted, they've iterated brilliantly, so that they all feel different. But it all feels like uh, feels a little cheap sometimes. I'm gonna give you a loving. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm having fun. It didn't feel like any of it was. As you said, they did. They did a good job with the iterations of it. So I really just don't care. I don't get passionate about this sort of thing. If suddenly Eris shows back up, or Aldrin shows back up, or we go back to the dreadnought. I, that stuff is, I, I get excited about that, I do Saint-14 suddenly being in the game that was exciting, that's not a coming back, but that was like a oh my gosh at Saint-14, so the, the power of nostalgia, I'm okay with it being used, as long as the stuff as you said is iterated upon, I, I really don't get too passionate about this sort of thing um Sloss says, do you think that they'll add new planets? Maybe Venus. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I could see that being a potential thing that they do eventually, but by and large, I I think the main thing that's going to be coming back would be the dreadnought. I think that's going to be the number one thing that they consider bringing back, um, into, into the game. um, they, they kind of, they kind of hinted that they had a plan to do that. I don't think we're going to be getting a lot of other planets though. I don't think they have room and I don't think it's a big draw right now. I think they're probably saving space for the dreadnought, another pretty big raid. And then maybe, maybe, maybe Venus way out in the future, but I can't see much more than that. They're going to run out of room, um, with the current, with the current, problems and technological limitations that they're having so if you have enjoyed this segment and you're here live a free way to support me is to click follow and turn on notifications it's like an interactive podcast i am going to keep streaming the stream is not shutting down so we're going to keep on streaming i've got some things to show you and talk to you about if you're listening on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com as always please like share and subscribe